You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. How's it going, Martha? Hey, you guys. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Dude, can I tell you, I don't think we've ever had somebody on the podcast where Ryan has made multiple times you came downstairs and you were like, I'm like really looking forward to this podcast tonight. Like I'm kind of nervous. I'm, I'm like, so nervous about this conversation. I'm like, why Martha? are you so nervous? It's because Martha is essentially like a finance wizard, but I also feel like you are so like personable with it. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you are very robotic. So you're very relatable when, when you're talking about money, which is hard, but we have discussed this money is the one thing as a couple that we argue about. And we rarely mm. argue, but it's it usually has to do with money. We pride ourselves in our ability to communicate with each other. Mm. And this, this is the one conversation that we avoid more frequently than any other conversation, mm. simply because we don't have the language to allow us to create an outcome that doesn't make someone wrong. Before, so we, get into, before we get into questions, just yes. so you know, Martha hasn't said like two words. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> Listen. You're like, hey, welcome, Martha. Blah 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 blah. And then, <laughs> honestly, you guys, I have two ears and one mouth for a reason. I I love listening. Honestly, that's how I can add the most value. So I I want to hear you. No, we want to hear well, you. Well, we want to hear you. That's why <laughs> you're our guest. All the time. It's annoying. You're absolutely right. But I am saying that I am terrified and super excited for this conversation. Well, let's focus on the super excited part because, um, so the terrifying feeling is the feeling of growth, 
That's where on the other side of that is growth. So that means that we've got a massive opportunity here for a really great conversation. So let's keep our focus on that. And we're winning. We're, yeah. we're on top of things. He's got some, Hashtag uh, winning. You have like some upper <laughs> lip sweat going on right here. You're sweating. Well, that's because I'm wearing because we're on we're on a, a video conference right now, so no. I'm wearing a sweater so I look no, well put together, and yet I'm wearing shorts underneath and I'm sweating up top. Before we get into all of the juicy stuff, um, can we ask you our question that we ask all of our guests? It's I love you and you're annoying. So essentially. <laughs> We ask our guests um, something that they feel. Are you married, right? Are you married? Yes, married. Yeah, yeah I, I, I thought Beautiful so. Family. I know, but I always like to I've check in. I've been creeping in. you out on Instagram. Yeah, I have too, but you don't know. What I'm saying yesterday, she was like, you know what? We just started, decided last second. We're separated. Like, I just want to make sure before I go into this. So much for that pre-interview. There you go. <laughs> can you imagine? But yeah, no, I, I, can, I swear to God, we're going to run into that one time. So we're going to be like, oh my God, how's your spouse? And then she, they're going to be like, well, that dirty bitch is not doing well. Anyway. Okay. So we want to ask you, so has there been something this week that your partner has done that has been like annoying as shit, yeah. but you love them, but it's super annoying that you'd yeah. like to spill? Yeah, Tell us. for sure. Chewing. Like the the chewing. Like I mean, I love him to pieces, but sometimes the way, the way he chews and I just, yeah. And I just look over and I'm like, why, why? But I love him so much. And so that yeah. ultimately outweighs it. But right. It's, Is he I just mean, a loud chewer? Yeah. Sometimes it, the style of chewing oh. just and then and then what happens is that no. well yeah and then it just um I don't know what it does to my ears but it quiets out anything else that's going on and that just has my absolute focus and yeah. I can't I can't I'm like that's that's it it's it's pretty it's it's a I'd say it's a superpower like just the way it just brings me in but a negative um, superpower but that's okay because then it just reminds me it gets canceled out with with the love. So I'd say, you know, oh, o- so overall, you love it's him. I love him. You but, love but, him, but he's a, but he is a, you have, what do they call it? Um, selective hearing for his chewing. <laughs> yeah. I have that sometimes, with your snoring. Like sometimes it's just, it's intense. Yeah. Snoring. I want to just like put a pillow on his face. <laughs> well, they say whatever it is that you focus on persists, right? Like grows. Mm, true. Whatever yeah, it true. is that you pay attention to, it grows, it expands. We're going to talk about that. I'm sure when it comes to money, mm-hmm. but I would assert that if you stop paying attention to the chewing, it may disappear. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it might. So listen, (laughs) I I, I appreciate that challenge. I'm going to challenge accept (laughs) and I'm going to take that on. Yeah. And you know, I'll, I'll I'll keep you posted. I don't, I don't know how that one's going to go, but I'll keep you posted. not allowed to eat peanut brittle. Sorry, husband. No, quite. Okay. We have a couple things to discuss. Um, mm-hmm. with your incredible intelligence and your amazing book. Okay, before we even talk about the book, can we just talk about how beautiful you look on the cover? You're In so general. Yeah, You're she's so stunning, fun. but she is, she. I mean, obviously this was meant to be like this, but you literally look like Cleopatra. Like mm-hmm. it is like, damn. I'm married and I'm straight, but you're beautiful. Okay, you're so I'm just kind. saying. That's very humble. Oh, so this beautiful. got awkward for me. Real well, I'm gonna, well, we're going to put it when we post. I'm going to post the book and every single woman is going to be like, I'm straight as well, but she's stunning. Women appreciate other women's beauty. Like, that's just what we do. I appreciate Martha's beauty as well. I'm just not going to talk about it on the podcast. I, I will. <laughs> um, so okay. 
So your book. Top seller. Yeah, Top seller. Yes. But I want to know, like, when did you decide, like, I'm going to write a book? Yeah. So it was a few years ago um, that, that I said, Hey, this is, this is what I was going to do. And I'll, I'll tell you, it was absolutely born out of, um, passion and, and belief. Um, because for, for me, I much more communicate by speaking than I do writing. And so mm-hmm. I said, okay. Um, but, uh, I just had this, um, vision and belief that I would, that I would write the book and that it would have a positive impact. Anyhow, uh, here, here we are, here we are today. Um, now, so, how, how did you meet the great Bob Proctor? So Cause I, I, I read this and I'm seeing it's Bob, Bob Proctor mm-hmm. sitting right on the very front page mm-hmm. of this or the cover of this. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's kind of a big deal. He is. That was really, really humbling. So I've known um, Bob for a number of years now, and I um, told him about what I wanted to do, how I wanted to have. This makes me really um, emotional. I So I told him about what I wanted to do. I told him that I wanted to um, make the financial conversation um, much more accessible and approachable and applicable um, to each of yeah. us as individuals, really make it um, our own. He was um, beyond supportive in his belief. And, um, you know, writing a forward is something that, uh, takes time. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to read the whole book. You've got to know the person you're, you know, um, you're putting your name on something and, um, he's just a really legit human being that mm-hmm. wants to help people that wants to yeah. see them, you know, that's um, always nice to hear. Mm-hmm. about somebody that people might think is a certain way or has like, I mean, famous. I would think it would be very difficult for Bob to be Bob if he didn't have a huge heart. Mm. Let's Ross? talk about the book. Let's talk about the book. So as we already discussed, <laughs> like it's a very difficult conversation mm-hmm. for Brittany and I to mm-hmm. have. Mostly so him. how would you recommend that a partner or mm-hmm. someone maybe just getting into a relationship. How do you start a conversation about money with a partner? With a new relationship versus an experienced one. Yeah. Is it Perfect. the same? Is it different? Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, uh, yes. The old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms And decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. 
Good Vibes Juice makes all-natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. So the, the first step for me on either is actually the same. Hmm. And that is actually having the conversation with yourself first. So, so often we're trying to communicate to someone else when we're not able to communicate with ourselves effectively yet. So we haven't reconciled, we haven't recognized or reconciled all sorts of feelings, associations, and beliefs, mm-hmm. right? Like a relationship to money. A relationship with money. Bang on. Exactly. Um, someone's I been doing the their homework. <laughs> that's brownie points. Ryan like Cheers checks off his you. notes, highlighted, and done that one. So good. Me. So we'll I start for you. <laughs> well, so I would say you, you start the conversation with yourself first because to be able to communicate effectively You've got to know what it is that you're feeling mm-hmm. and then thinking and why. Because behind your thoughts is the way you feel. Yeah. So do you mean like literally talking to yourself like I have my own reservations about money and a lot of it will derive from um, basically how you grew up, how your parents dealt with it. And they have instilled, whether they know it or not, things on how they deal with my mom mm-hmm. and my dad both deal with money completely differently. And I mm-hmm. was raised in a household that have very different, not different, but just, um, conflicting and how they were raised different and conflicting. No, totally no. Different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that they had different views. They were on the same page in, in most aspects. So I, I love what you're bringing up because the conversation about money started right from the get go. I mean, you brought up your, your upbringing, Right, mm-hmm. which is one of um, the biggest influences that we have. It doesn't. It started there. It doesn't end there, right? Mm-hmm. So um, when we talk about our relationship with money, that's the first place that we go. Now, here's the thing: um, it didn't truly just start there. It started somewhere else, which is your origins, right? Right. So, how do you have a conversation with money? This is exactly. Um, what I do in Cleopatra's Riches, which is to guide the reader through how your relationship with money was formed. Because if we're talking right. about your parents, their messaging on money came from their parents, which came from their parents there's, before them. Like mm-hmm. there's actually a lot that travels down. So when we start generational with, wealth, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. And um, generational scarcity mm-hmm. as well. Right. And so you can bring the past into the present and guarantee its future in the way mm-hmm. that things are, are spoken about. And behind all of that 
is a feeling. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't just in the way you were brought up because that also exposes you to what you're going to internalize from the, uh, the community you grew up in, right? Yeah. Societal messages. And then you're bringing all of that that hasn't been recognized into what we're talking about today, which are relationships. So that could include past relationships, but also so much more than that. Right. Do you have any like, um, maybe steps or suggestions on how you can, I mean, you won't be able to name these off in the next half an hour, but for a couple to start with that, they can start breaking down those preconceived ways about how they looked at money. Yes. Um, so one of the things that I suggest right off the hop is the most simple thing, which is that you both want it. That you're starting the Mm. conversation out of want, not need. So Mm. when it comes to the financial conversation, where we say, I need to do this, I need to get out of debt, I need to get a budget organized, I need to um, be more responsible with my money. These are really uh, common phrases that we hear when it comes to money is need, Mm. right? Need doesn't motivate. Think about anything in your life that had a really positive result. And I'll, I'll, I'll put money, I'm not a gambler, but I'll put money on the fact that um, need wasn't um, uh, the positive driver behind it. It was want. You wanted to, right? It wasn't at the forefront for sure. Absolutely. I need to drink less wine, but I don't want to. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Yeah, I think, well, what you brought, just to go back for a second. So what you're saying is we we come into a relationship with generational thoughts Mm -hmm. on what money means and- if my parents didn't tell me the same story that Brittany's parents told, then we probably more than likely have different views on what money means. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. And then I bring my history. She brings her history and they conflict. Yes. And and here's another point I really want to bring up. So um, let's just say that you grew up in even the same community, right? Yeah. We were next to our neighbors, neighbors, just so you know. Legit? Yeah, legit. She lived across like the street from me, yeah. Oh my God, years. you married the girl next door. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a Across the street, I'm a, but I'm, yeah. I'm a, well, listen, like, let's just, can we just use some artistic license on this? Because yes. I just really yes. like the girl next door thing. It's working yes. for me. Yeah, done. Um, but so even, even with that, you have your own perspectives. Like that's one mm-hmm. of the biggest things on money is that we lose our sense of self in the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, uh, it's not right. about an internal dialogue. It's about an external dialogue. Yes. yes. I really right? like that. So when we're talking about um, building a really strong communication bridge in, in a marriage, it's about taking that external and leaving it external, starting yeah. with the internal. Making it your conversation. It's not any other couple's conversation and it's not anyone else's conversation. It's yours. Mm-hmm. Right? I love that. Me too. I love that. And so, then there, there goes the Joneses, right? The Joneses leaves that conversation right quick. Yeah. Yes. So true. Yes. Now let's think about, I love, I love you bringing up the Joneses 
because uh, it's one of the things that I that I so passionately talk about because there's this there's this um, phrase keeping up with the Joneses, right? Yeah. And so what happens when we're keeping up with the Joneses? I mean, the the listeners can't see this, but I'm I'm putting two hands up, and here are yeah. the Joneses up here, and then here we are. Keeping up with the Joneses means we're always behind. We always mm-hmm. have this feeling that we're we're um, behind them, enough. right? Mm-hmm. We're not good enough. We're and that's comparison, and comparison causes you to be less of yourself, not more of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. It's a fear of judgment and and the unknown, right? You don't know what people are thinking about you. You want them mm-hmm. to have a certain. Perception and the reality is, is they're probably not thinking about you at all. They're, they're probably worried about the other Joneses. Yeah, exactly. The Joneses that they're trying to keep up with. Now, now Martha, quick question for you. As a certified financial planner professional, (laughs) do you find that our generation now, because I feel like we were at the tail end, our parents were really at the tail end of having one income stream. I find that after our generation, most people that I know grew up in a world where both their parents had to work. Going back to the conversation of need versus want. Mm-hmm. Today, we're certainly in a, in a world where it's almost impossible, not impossible, but almost impossible to have two, not have two separate incomes. Are you finding that that is a massive confliction with people who grew up with a mom at home or a dad at home who are now co-parenting and co-working? It's hard to keep up with the Joneses with one Jones. It's impossible. Like, a single Jones doesn't yeah. know how to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. Yeah, I think that our um, lifestyle expectations are are different from when we were when we were growing up in in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Um, pricing of things is is really different, right? Um, mm-hmm. Housing is a really great example of that. Um, so, I think one of the key things that can happen from that is the idea of making money versus earning money. Right. Mm. So if we're focused on the expenses, right, you're focused on the negative, we can really quickly get ourselves into a situation of um, making money. Right. And then Mm -hmm. being in a cycle that I call the make, spend, maybe save cycle. So it's a negative money cycle. Um, So let's talk for a second about the idea of uh, making money. Right. Why? Um, the words that we use are powerful. So why do I associate that with um, a negative feeling and belief? But let's just say that I had a cup of coffee beside me and right. I, I, so I made a cup of coffee and I spilled some, right? Right. I mean, is it really a big, a big deal? I made some, I can, I can go make mm. some more money, right? There mm-hmm. isn't Correct. really um, a, a, a positive emotional attachment behind it. It's really disposable. Then move over to the way you earn money instead. So if I say making money versus earning money, how do you feel? I like the word creating money, Mm. which is essentially earning Earning. money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like earning has more of a um, respect behind it. Like you're, I'm earning this. I was worth it. I put in the work. Mm-hmm. I feel like the word make from, I feel like the word make for me is, is survival where yes. earning is creation. Yes. yes. What's that? What's that? Hang on. So, one is line. need and one is work want. To live. Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you nailed it. One's need, one's want. And, um, and the re- results are going to follow. Right. So if we, mm-hmm. if we want a positive cycle, we've got to start it from the positive. 
right? So start right. with the way the money's coming in. And if we're talking about um, couples and one of the biggest things that, that we deal with, right? It's um, uh, feeling that we've got to start in the negative place because we're focused on all of the expenses versus mm-hmm. focused on what we want. If you're focused on what you want and, and Ryan, you said it earlier, right? What you're focused on grows. So start focusing on what you want and then the rest will come. When you're focused on what you want, the Joneses don't matter. So Martha, do you, do you also find when you are consulting with your clients that mm-hmm. one partner typically leads the conversation on finance, whether that be paying their bills or the investments. Like I'll tell you flat out, Brittany pays our bills and I handle our investments. That's I was just thinking about that. That I, is how we separate them. Brittany handles I all take of our care bills. Mostly like day-to-day utilities yeah. and you are like um future planning for like savings, investments, all of the like I would say deeper money is that normal? Is that typical? Would you recommend not doing that? Or are we winning? <laughs> <laughs> is it normal? Yes. Um, does it have opportunity for um, an even deeper relationship building? Yes. Right? Absolutely. What, she, she, what she's not saying is it's a terrible idea. No, <laughs> I can see it on her face. No, I don't think I don't so. I think that we also need to be transparent in the I fact know. that like we also talk about it. Like if you're mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm looking at investing in or I want to move this here, it's not it's not like you say, Hey, I did this yep. without that, which I think is important because then mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't separate the fact that you get to handle all of these quote unquote, big decisions, big decisions yeah. where I can pay the water bill. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So bang on, because what happens when um, one person isn't involved at all, right? Like, mm-hmm. is, is there is it natural for there to be a separation of um, of tasks, right? Of, of course, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're not both doing the dishes at the exact same time. Or right. I mean, there's there's going to be um, one person that heads up something, but when it comes mm-hmm. to the financial conversation, I always recommend that, um, both parties be there, right? I always, always, always say that, um, because the, so we know that the money conversation is emotionally charged, right? One of yeah. the most emotionally charged conversations that we can have, For sure. which, oh, it is. Oh yeah. yeah. We always, one of us always ends up being like, Fuck one it. of us cries, usually me. <laughs> so good. Well, that's, that's good. It's you, you it you're is. in touch with your it's emotions and emotion. I respect that. Like legit. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Thank so, you. You're welcome. Thanks Martha. <laughs> so, um, what happens when um, we we don't communicate or, or one person isn't involved in the financial conversation? We are leaving the door wide open for what I call the negative money communication cycle. We have um, uncommunicated expectations. So there, there wasn't mm. communication, oh, right? And so we have true. uncommunicated expectations. So Ryan, there's something in your mind that, that, that you've got an internal dialogue going on. Britt, you've got an internal dialogue going on, right? Now, what happens? Um, Ryan, you haven't said it. Britt, you haven't said it. But then, um, Ryan, you're going to fill that space with an assumption, right? And because Usually negative. Yep. You, absolutely, right? 
Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. And so um, you filled that space. And now, um, so you have communication in your mind that hasn't come out. And now that's going to cause um, both of you to have um, miscommunication, right? It reminds me of when we had Haley yes. with the asshole. She, a relationship mentor, always talked to us mm-hmm. about um, be an asshole. Ask questions. Don't expect things from your partner because you are filling in something in your own head about them that they you think that they should already know. Yeah, mm-hmm. mind reading is not yeah. actually possible. No. Absolutely, that it, it, it causes these massive misunderstandings which leads to conflict and do we like dealing with conflict no right so we're going to avoid it and Mm -hmm. then and then that's just going to accelerate that negative cycle i wanted to bring this up because i think this also stems for for us personally i over the last six years essentially since we've had kids i have had um inconsistent hours. So I was bringing in income, but it wasn't like Monday to Friday, steady paycheck, Mm. nine to five. It wasn't predictable income. Right. Mm -hmm. So Difficult um, to budget from. mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so then when I wasn't working those hours, I would be at home working with the children. And I had that in air quotes because I think a lot of um, maybe moms or dads who are stay at home, they have this like stigma of their time because they aren't being paid for watching the kids. It's like that classic, well, I don't have the authority to go out and spend. Mm -hmm. I would have this like anxious anxiety throw up feeling because I didn't think that I was allowed to buy this dress because I wasn't making money and my I wasn't being valuable in our relationship because that I, didn't come from me. No, and I, 100%. Mm-hmm. That was that was derived from me because mm. um it's self-worth. It, it is. It is a self-worth thing and and I was allowing it could have been reversed. I could have went out and you could have been the stay-at-home dad, but it is that weird stigma that I feel like is like implemented in society. And yeah, I think so. Quiet. So many of us mm-hmm. associate our self worth with our bank accounts, right? Mm-hmm. So when when you start stop pulling in money, your self worth goes with it, and you struggled with that big time. Yeah, especially for like even just like a new relationship. But you should like, buy that dress. Yeah, <laughs> and he's wonderful with that. He will be like, "You deserve this. Go get it." He's more of a splurger than I am. I'm like on you, on you, on. All the things. Ryan will be like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So here's, here's something, here's two words I want you to think about the, the difference between, um, the idea of spending money and mm-hmm. enjoying money. Mm. So one of the biggest things we have as women is guilt for the kids. I should be getting something for my husband. I should be right. Whatever, whatever it may be. And then we can also have guilt of buyer's remorse, right? So it shows up in, in, you know, in, in different, in different ways. Um, the idea of enjoying, so tell me when I say the idea of spending money and I say the idea of enjoying money, tell me the feelings that you have behind each of those Words, the For me, if I'm have. enjoying money, I feel like I need to have a shit ton of it to be like, we can enjoy it because I don't need to worry about it. Mm. And spending money for me is negative because I'm like, do we really need to spend this much money on this? I don't want to spend that much money. This is not in our budget for spending. It has like mm. a negative vibe for me. And mm. enjoying, I would love to enjoy money, but enjoy money for me means financial freedom, means like it should mean I should enjoy this money because we budgeted for it and we can do it, but it, it doesn't. It means- yeah. I think that, I think for the two, it, they overlap for you big time. Yeah, they do. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we'll, we'll enjoy our money 10 years from now kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like enjoying money is delayed. Spending money is inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Enjoying money is delayed and spending money is inevitable. What if that, that is a really powerful statement and behind it is a massive feeling and belief, right? And that feeling and belief creates a result, right? Mm -hmm. So that means that, um, it, the result is ultimately going to be regret in, in one way or another, because you're going to look back and be Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I, I wish I would have spent this. I could have. Yep. Right. And so, um, I want you to think about the idea and I want everyone listening to think about the idea of connected, not limited. So Ryan, you said something that, um, rings true in so many ways. We look at our statements, whether it's your bank statement, your investment statement, whatever it may be, your mortgage statement, whatever it may be. And we then have a feeling and belief associated with it. Look at um, a mortgage statement, credit card statements, whatever it may be, and say, this is the way it's always going to be. Look, I'm, I'm in debt. I'm a spender. I'm a whatever, whatever um, that negative association might be. Then, so we're looking at a past and um, we're... Um, talking about it in the present and then we're guaranteeing its future, right? So Mm -hmm. like the statements that we say guarantee our results. So how do we change that? Mm -hmm. So the, the first thing is you've got to recognize what it is that you're saying and why, what are those feelings and what are those beliefs, right? So there's um, a a three-step process that is at the core of everything I talk about, which is, um, change the feelings, change the beliefs, change the results. Mm. And with money, we don't talk about feelings and beliefs. We talk about numbers. The power isn't in the numbers. I do not believe in the numbers. I'm a certified financial planner, like business background, like the whole game, right? I understand numbers. I don't believe in numbers who I believe in are people. The numbers aren't going to change. Mm-hmm. People are going to change. Right. Yeah, so, um, we have Especially the ability. Because I hate math. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I 
I do. You have to know numbers. I, I don't want to. I don't need to know. You got to know the what so of your bank account. But it really comes back full circle and starts with the conversation you need to have with yourself. Yeah, I love it. And so, but you talked about something um, so key, but you're like, I hate math. So this is actually one of the biggest things on the financial conversation because, because we think that for the financial conversation, we've got to be this whiz when it comes mm-hmm. to all these acronyms and these formulas and all that, right? It, I can tell you that I can teach any idea, any strategy, any, any, anything, um, when it comes to the quote unquote practical side of the financial conversation, the only thing that is a barrier to it, an invisible barrier to it is the way that we feel, the way that we feel and what we believe. We eliminate that. Everything starts to make sense. Why? Um, so first of all, the financial conversation has now become appreciating versus, versus depreciating. What you said there of, hey, I hate math. So there's a feeling and belief right behind that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's totally. depreciating, right? Mm-hmm. It goes back to self-worth. I knew that growing up, that wasn't a strength for me. So I was just like, mm, I'll draw instead. Right? Now, here's something, <laughs> and you're great at it. I'm good at drawing. <laughs> right? Now, um, here's something I want everyone listening to know. Not just to understand, but to know that every element of the financial conversation can be appreciating, can be something that allows you to become more of yourself, not less of yourself, can allow Mm -hmm. you to become closer together as a couple, not further apart. It's a massive opportunity that we have both as individuals, as couples, as parents, as people just in this world adding value because it's one of the greatest mm-hmm. things that limits us in our belief of ourselves. Right. right? When we I look at that, that statement and we get paralyzed in that negative belief, it stops us uh, from being more of ourselves. Now, if that is true, so juicy. the opposite is juicy. juicy. I feel like cheers to that. So, I don't want to, I don't want to give to, yeah, cheers to that. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away. Like, well, I'm the book Ryan and I have read a lot of it. I haven't fin- have you finished it? Nope. No. Um but you go through these things so in depthly. That's not a word. In depthly. I also like wasn't like great it. at English. Um <laughs> actually no, I was actually pretty good at English. If it makes sense, it's a word. No, yes, in go in depth listen, with about these topics. It, I yes, support you. In depthly. <laughs> I'm just British, so that's why I say. Um you go you really go in depth in these that's topics. The word. Yeah, that's the word. In your book, and we, I highly recommend it. And it's a quick read, like mm-hmm. in a positive way, right? Like mm-hmm. we all have shit to do. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm reading a friggin' Harry Potter novel. It is like <laughs> it's informative, although those are amazing. It's informative and it's very rel. It's very relatable. Um, and <laughs> stop it. I, mean, I thought you were going to say relative and, it, and relatable at the same time. Maybe I did. That's interesting. Martha, yeah. I feel like you, the three of us could be on this conversation Forever. for hours yeah, really. because it's so in depth and there's so many couples that are relatable. Shut up. That means we just have to have her back. And would, we can do uh, like exercises. Would you be willing to come back and, and further this conversation? I would love to. I would be honored. What do you think if we opened it okay, up good. to questions from your listeners in advance where they submitted questions yes. to that you would be, that and would I be, answered them? Oh, that's them. a great let's idea. Let's do that. Do you want to high five idea. that? Like, let's high five it. 
Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So Martha, just so that everyone has an idea right now, how do we find you? Do you, how do I get access to Martha Adams? They can find me on my website. So MarthaAdamsMedia.com. Um, Instagram is at Martha Adams Media. So if you search Martha Adams Media, you're going to find me. I've kept it nice and consistent for you. Um, so you, you can Either find Either one, just be prepared to get a, a crush, a girl crush, because I you're so funny. And then the other thing, <laughs> the other thing that I, I have, have a girl crush. It happens. You know what I'm saying? So I have a free Facebook group that where I oh, answer perfect. questions and I go on live um, to continue, to start and continue the positive financial conversation. So it's actually called the positive financial conversation with me, Martha Adams. There you go. Perfect. Nice. We'll Perfect. Link, we'll link that as well. Well, we're going to make sure that we get all that information from you. We'll link it all on um, the episode when we launch it. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your... It, it is clear to me that you have such a beautiful relationship with money. Mm -hmm. And I would love nothing more than to have that same... You light up when you talk about yeah. money and you're one of few people who do that. So. Yes. We really appreciate you. Being Thank you so much for your passion. Thank you f so much for uh, your time and your energy. And um, yes. Go get the book. Get the book. Oh, everyone. Thank you so much. Cheers, Martha. Cheers, Cheers. you guys. Thank you. <laughs>